when I say just actually doing it is what makes the business real. You can read all the books in the world, but that doesn't mean you're going to actually do it. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip, and they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times given us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluff So if you're looking for fluff, then you come to the wrong place. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. With us today, Kinsley Klesador. How are you doing, Kinsley? Doing pretty good, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, my pleasure. Nice to have you on the show and looking forward to diving in a little bit more about Kinsley before he gets into it in more details. He is a real estate investor and wholesaler at Prestige Capital Investments. He's a licensed agent. He focuses on residential, commercial, and he also consults. Based in Lakeland, Florida, and you can say hi to him at his website, which is in the show notes page. With that being said, Kinsley, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Okay, just a little bit on my background. Well, you know what? Real estate was never a thought. I could tell you that. I am more an artist. I'm an artist and I played a lot of sports back in my day. And now getting into the real estate business, I got into the real estate business, I'd say about 10 years ago, just getting into it, dealing with a good friend of mine. And we worked together at the same job here in Lakeland. And she was into the business and she was doing very well. And I had no clue on what real estate was about. I mean, I knew buying and selling houses, but I know you can make money off of it without being licensed. So coming into the business with her, she taught me quite a bit and I did a lot of bird dogging here and there for her. And then she just taught me the business and I made some good money at the time. And from there, it just kicked off. Let's talk about how it's kicked off. Tell us what type of transaction volume are you doing right now? Transaction volume, I am doing anywhere from maybe three to five deals a month now. It should be more, but being a licensed real estate agent cuts into that, especially on the wholesaling investing part of it. So right now, it's about three to five transactions a month. Of those three to five, are two of them wholesaling on average, three of them wholesaling, and one as a real estate agent, or how is that broken down? 
pretty much three of them are wholesale. It could be more than that if it's licensed. Right. Now, if we're going with the license now, it's way more than that. So I'd say about three to four wholesale deals a month. Okay, three to four wholesale deals a month. And how long you've been at it? I've been at it now. I said 10 years, but the first five years was a struggle. It was tough for me. So I'd say within the last six years, it's been pretty good for me. It's been rolling. In the first four years versus the last six, what would you say is the difference in your success level? The difference in my success level, I'd say, was the first four years. It was just trying to get over that hump, that fear of actually doing the business and actually getting into it. And that's what it was. I was really pretty much self-taught. Let's say like this, I've read books here and there. As far as personal coaches, I've never had an actual personal coach to actually just run through everything with me. I've gotten advice here and there. I was part of my RIA group here in Lakeland is pretty much where I got most of my information. So the fear part of it was actually just getting out and doing it. I had the knowledge. I had some help. But I was just afraid of just making mistakes and not having somebody to hold my hand through those mistakes. So I learned the hard way. So I just did it anyway. And what was the turning point when you flipped the switch from you're on the fear side to now you're just getting in there and doing it? The turning point was just amazing because once I got past that first deal without any help, and at the time I had a partner and we both got into a business at the same time too. Not the lady that I spoke with before, but this was a buddy of mine I went to school with. He got into it and we worked our first deal together and I pretty much walked us through that deal. He didn't know a lot about it. He knew the business. He just wasn't the talker. I was the talker. I was the one that just made the initial step towards getting things done. And he just oversees some of the stuff that we have to go through as far as contracts and everything like that and knowing what routes to take when completing the contract and where to send it and where to submit the contracts as far as title companies and everything. So that was his job. But once I got past that fear, once I got that first deal, oh man, I was knocking them out the park. I was going after everything from the old fashioned door knocking, letters, banded signs. I did it all. I didn't care. It wasn't the fear of talking to people, but it was just the fear of actually getting through the deal because I was always second guessing a deal. I never gave the deal a chance. Like that first deal I got on the contract, I wasn't giving it a chance at all. When we got on the contract, I was like, oh, this thing is failed. We're not going to make any money. It's not going to work. We're not going to have a buyer for it. We're just in it for nothing. And we just stayed consistent with it. The deal, it took about two weeks to close. And just to give you a short story on how it went, within the first two years of doing the business, it was tough. I just didn't know what to do. I was lost. Even though I could read all the books in the world, I still was lost. Mm-hmm. And when I say just actually doing it is what makes the business real. You can read all the books in the world, but that doesn't mean you're going to actually do it. That's how mm-hmm. I saw it. So I did that. That first deal came about maybe a year and a half, two years later of trying to get into the business. Now, this is working on something all by myself. Now, prior to that, it was just bird dogging, finding deals for investors, getting a finder's fee of $500, $1,000. And I was staying content within the first two years with that. But then I wanted to make more money. So in order to do that, I had to get something under contract myself to where I can actually wholesale it to an end buyer versus getting a finder's fee of a $500 to $1,000 and just getting a spread. So that's what happened with that first deal. That deal came about just out the blue. We just, I got a phone call from a seller and I'm not sure how she got my number because I didn't do 
a lot of marketing at that point. But she called me and she said she had a house where it was to sell. I took a chance on it. And like I said, the first week of getting it under contract, I was scared. I was terrified. I didn't know what to do. I was asking questions. And little behold, the seller herself was an investor. Mm. She kind of walked us through it. So she saw that we were new. She was like, hey, I don't want to get out there and sell this thing. But if you guys can do it, I'm willing to pay you whatever it is that you want on the back end or if it's a spread or whatever the case may have been. And we didn't make much on it. We ended up finding a buyer. We got out there and we marketed. We put out banded signs on it. We put it on Craigslist and we got a buyer for it. And, and a week and a half later, two weeks later, we wholesaled it to that buyer and made just $5,000. So myself and my partner at the time, we split it down the middle, 2500 bucks a piece. And two weeks was awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. So that right there was my turning point. From that point on, that fear was gone. I saw that first check came in. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sold, man. I'm, let's get it. So after that, the deals kept coming in. Hmm. Did your identity change from a bird dog to a wholesaler once you got that first $2,500 check and therefore you're like, okay, now I'm a wholesaler. Now I can do this. Absolutely. Well, it did to a certain extent. I still did the bird dogging thing. I really hate that word. I just couldn't. I, can't <laughs> well, I don't know what another word is for it. I agree. It's a funny word. And I was always saying that anybody that I talk to now, anybody that I teach or I show the business and I bring them in and tell them to find me something, I don't refer to them as a bird dog. I'll tell them what a bird dog is. And I was a bird dog years back. But I tell them, hey, you guys are my property finders, my street team. That's what I call them, my street team. You guys go out there, find me the house. There's a word, a good friend of mine, who's I can't remember what it is, but... The acquisition team? Not even acquisition team. It's something else that he used. It's just that bird dogging thing just got to me. But yeah, my title did change from that point. I was no longer a bird dog after that 2500 bucks. No, sir. I was a wholesaler. I was an investor. And I went full-fledged and full force at the business. And being consistent with it. Consistent with what specifically? When I say consistent, with just marketing. At first, I can be honest with you with this part, I wasn't too consistent. I was always, like I said, second-guessing the business, second-guessing myself and my efforts if a deal would happen, if I was able to find a deal. So I would do it here and there. So being consistent, meaning I was out there hustling for properties. I was driving for dollars. I was putting out the bandit signs. I was mailing out letters. And it was an everyday process. It was like just staying with it till this day now. I still do it. And now that you've had some years under your belt with wholesaling, what are some effective ways that you're getting deals right now through that consistent marketing? Consistent marketing, my most effective right now is probably now my direct mailers and my radio commercial. Radio commercial. Let's talk about that. Tell us more. Oh, man. The radio commercial itself, it was a new experience. I got my partner now. He's actually my broker. He got me a good deal on a radio commercial with a radio station here we have here in Polk County in Lakeland. And I got out there and we got to like a monthly subscription with the radio station. We pay about 650 to 800 bucks a month just to maintain a normal ad throughout the day. I think it airs about three to five times a day. That was a new experience, man. You know, I've never done a radio commercial. And I'm, when I tell you, it took me almost three hours to do a one-minute ad. That's about right. 
So it was a continuous this messing up. No, you got to say it like this. And the guy, his name is Tom Hodges. He helped me through the whole thing. He was like, hey, you got to sound more enthused. You got to sound like this. You got to be more open. My first recording, oh my God, it sounded like I was dead. I thought it sounded great coming out my mouth. I was like, oh man, this is it. It's, 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 it's <laughs> Drop the mic, walk out of the studio. Man, that's what it was. I was like, hey man, look, I know I'm cool. I got the style. I got the lingo. So I'm going to put this thing out there and the first hit. So, and then he replayed it for me. And I was like, uh, this is Kinsley, Clesador, and We Buy Houses. And I'm like, oh my God, is that me? Is that how I sound? And it sounded completely dead. And shooting that commercial, it's like the first take, second take. And, and as you know, a commercial can only go for so long. So within those three hours, I got it down. And within just a minute, he crunched everything up and it sounded wonderful. I was like, wow. What's your call to action? Where do you tell the listeners to go when you have the commercial? My call to action is my phone number. They call me directly. Oh, wow. You just give them your phone number straight up. Okay. Straight up. I don't want anything in the middle. I want everything coming straight to me. They call me directly. I answer my phone. It's not a time I do not answer my calls at all because any call I get, whether it's a real estate call or whatever, I see it as money. This has got to be money calling. So let me answer money. Hmm. Have you been able to track the number of calls coming from the radio show? Yes. Sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, when they do come in, I do forward them over. I have access to a system we use here in our office. So if I do get overwhelmed with calls, I will forward the calls over to the computer system and they'll just call in and they'll leave a message and I'll just call them back. Are you able to tell how many leads are coming from radio? With the system, yes. And I always ask if anyone calls in, I'm like, hey, did you see one of my ads? Did you see what Bandit signed? Did you get one of my cards? And majority of them are like, no, we heard you on the radio station. It airs on four different stations. Mm. So you pay six fifty to $800 a month to air on four different stations? Four different stations, yep. And Lakeland, Florida, what's the largest city closest to you? Lakeland is a big city. It's the biggest city in Polk County. But the largest city, the two largest cities, were in between Orlando and Tampa. So okay. yes, it airs in Orlando and it airs in Tampa. Okay, cool. So if you could estimate... How many calls a month do you get from this lead? From the radio commercials yeah, itself? From radio commercials. To be honest, this may not be a good number, but uh, maybe 50, 100 calls out of the radio commercial itself. A month? Yeah, a month. And from those 50 to 100, if again, you had to guess, how many of those end up getting to the closing table? About five of those a month. Closer to 10, if anything. Let me say this. Just for the listeners out there, of course, I'm a wholesaler and I'm in doing the business, but I'm also a licensed real estate agent. reason why I say that, anything that I can't turn into a wholesale deal, you know, the license aspect of the business, being a licensed realtor, gives me the opportunity to turn around and turn it into a listing. It's a no-brainer lead generation for you. If it costs $800 and it generates 10 actual transactions, that's $80 a transaction. As long as you're making more than 80 bucks a transaction, which I know you are, then how many more times can you do that, right? Right. Absolutely. What's your best advice ever for real estate investors? My best advice ever is to just stay with it, man. Stay consistent. Don't let up. No matter how many deals you get that fail, just keep at it. I can tell you this, the first 10, 15 deals that I've worked 
after that first one that I got, they didn't go through at all. And I didn't make anything out of them. After that first 15, I just kept going and then they started coming. So just staying consistent, I could tell them, just do that. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Always ask questions. I'm always available. Me, the way I do it, anyone can call me. And from Facebook, anything that I post on Facebook, I get inboxes after inboxes, messages after messages, and I'm glad to help anyone. No one helped me, but I learned everything on my own. Everything was pretty much self-taught by reading. I was just doing everything by seeing what was happening. And with that said, I could say to all the newbie investors, you guys got it better than I had it because YouTube is out there now. Everything about wholesaling is on YouTube and it's on the internet. You can get on Facebook and join these pages of individual investors and wholesalers that are just putting out knowledge. And it's all free, just up to the actual investor, the newbie investor to get out and do it. They need someone to hold their hand. We're all here. I'm here. Definitely. Can you think of anyone in particular who's doing a great job in wholesaling that's providing that information that you just referenced, either in a Facebook group or on YouTube that you've gotten value from? Peter Vexelman. He's the man. Granted, I never had him as a actual coach or mentor, but I've talked to him. We've had phone conversations. We conversated on Facebook. If I had a question or if I was stuck on something, I could reach out to him and he'll put out that information for me. I met Peter two months ago at a Think Realty conference in Atlanta. I actually interviewed him on the show, episode 758. So if you are the best ever listeners want to check out that 758, easy for me to say. It's titled How Making Quick and Accurate Decisions Created an REI Empire in Six Markets. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I guess. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here, February 24th and 25th, the conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out, besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you. Move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com. What's the best ever book you've read? The best ever book I've read, uh, as far as real estate investing, is The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. That book right there, I think I've read that thing like three or four times. (laughs) Best ever personal growth experience, and what'd you learn from it? Best ever personal growth experience. Um, like I said before, the fear. Growing from the fear was the most challenging part that I had to deal with. And once I conquered it, it was smooth sailing from there. Best ever deal you've done? Um, 
closed one transaction with one property and made 20000 in one week. How did you find that deal? That deal was found by a probate letter. I do probates as well. You said within a week. How did you do a probate deal in one week? Well, let's say I had it sold in a week. Let's say I didn't, okay. I didn't close in a week, but I had it sold within a week. So it actually took about close to two and a half, three weeks to close. Best ever way you like to give back? Best ever way I like to give back? Uh, educating. I always educate. I love to teach anyone, especially getting into this business. Me personally, I don't charge anybody to learn this business. I tell them quick and earn while you learn. I go through deals with, I don't want to call them students, but good friends of mine that are getting into the business and I'm teaching them. They make money while I'm teaching them. And, you know, it's, that's a great feeling for me. What's the biggest mistake you've made in business or real estate? Biggest mistake I've made in real estate, not being consistent, not staying with it. It was an off and on process for me. If I would have stayed with it, who knows where I'd be right now. What would you do if you were given three hours and you had to spend those three hours on your business and you're given three extra hours in a day? How would you spend that time? Marketing. What specifically? When you say what, you mean toward... What would you do? How would you spend those three hours in marketing? Oh, man. I would be hamming out letters. I do letters all the time. I had an extra three hours out of the day just to do letters. That's what I do. Direct I mail? Direct mail. Yes, sir. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? You can reach me by email, realtorkinsley at gmail.com. That's realtorkinsley at gmail.com. Or by Facebook, Kinsley Clessador. Kinsley, thanks for being on the show and talking about your background, your experience, your marketing approaches from direct mail, which you focus on, as well as something we haven't come across on this show in over 800 episodes, and that's someone doing radio ads definitely that i'm gonna tell you this if you can afford it do it it's worth it the last deal that i closed just last week was a radio ad uh, and i'm sure i'm gonna have a whole lot more coming into new year you say if you can afford it do it i say you can't not afford it if it costs only eighty dollars a lead as long as you make more than that and you know factoring in other miscellaneous costs but my gosh you're definitely making more than that in your case, if if you continue to scale that and the ratio stays the same, it's going to be very successful even more. And for best ever listeners, you know, maybe a takeaway from this episode is go check with your radio station and see what their rates are and give that a test because it's working right now with Kinsley. And I think one important aspect of it is giving your phone number on the radio spot for people to call versus a website because... I imagine when people are listening to the radio, they're commuting, they're running around. Therefore, they might not have the time to or the ability to do a lot of searching, but rather they could simply pick up the phone and call and or text. So thanks so much for being on the show. Learned a lot. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Best ever listeners. It is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017 
I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to bestevercomference.com.